Hello and welcome to Rivers Advent Podcast. Today is Tuesday the 22nd of December and today's interview I'm talking with Jeanette Baird. So I hope you enjoy hearing from Jeanette today. Cool. So, hi, Jeanette. How are you going? Hello, Tim. Really good to be here. That's great. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. No worries. No, I really appreciate you coming in to the interview today. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. And um, yeah, just to start with, could you tell us a bit about yourself for anyone listening who doesn't know you? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a very ordinary, ordinary girl <laughs> with an extraordinary God. And um, I'm just so pleased that he is still making of me what I'm meant to be for him. Mm. Um, I'm married to the love of my life, Tony. Um, We have three children and um, ten grandchildren, um, nine boys and a girl, (laughs) which we totally treasure um, and love to spend time with. Yeah. Um, I I guess my major interest is um, textile and visual arts and um, if God can kind of use that in my life, that's what I want to have him use um, and I, I do have a real passion to um, do something more for the poor um, particularly in countries where there isn't governmental support and uh, yeah so um, at the moment that's where I'm, I'm at um, I won't talk about my past <laughs> um, but yeah for today that's where I'm at Tim yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. that's great now, Tony, Tony was on and he talked a bit about the past. So oh, did he? he that. Oh, okay. Yeah, short, short engagement period. Yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> kind of love at first sight almost. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's cool. I have yeah. to get you guys back on for that story. <laughs> um, yeah, so just yeah, asking everyone a bit about this year and mm. just, just how 2020 has impacted you and... Yeah, can you just share a bit about that and just how you've grown with the Lord this year as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, What a strange year, hey? (laughs) Um, I suppose in those months where lockdown happened and we really needed to stay at home most of the time, um, I guess I I discovered I was a bit more of an introvert than I really thought I was Mm. and loved it. Mm. Whilst I have a great heart for the people who were suffering um, so much during that time, for me, it was actually a time of um, centering more on God and um, being able to spend more time with him because my days didn't have to be so structured. Um, So that was kind of like a gift from from God to me. um, th- so there were there were real positives in it for me. Um, I'm s- sort of speaking very selfishly, but um, because we didn't have, um, and m- many of you know that I'm involved with markets and producing during the year to sell at markets for mission, um, because we didn't have any markets for six months, it meant also that I had a rest from that. And so I was given time to do other things that normally I don't have time for. So that that kind of was a real um, build up up time for me and a time of inspiration and more creativity, um, which fueled me for for future use, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah, so that was that was the positive. Um, 
The negative was, and I suppose I relate to so many people over the world who um, had sick relatives or um, people who are elderly in hospital because our mum has been very ill during this time all year. Mm. So in and out of hospital and now in a nursing home. So it's been pretty tough for our family who live in three um, states, the eastern states, Mm. to see her. So um, that, that's been a real challenge, but in that we praise God now that we can uh, actually go and be with her. But I, I do relate to those people in the world who are still suffering um, those um, yeah, tests. Um, I guess I missed uh, the contact, the physical contact with children, our grandchildren. <laughs> and other people too, um, which is quite unnatural for humans, really. Um, So again, we're very thankful that we've been protected and um, that now the things are opening up for us to do that again, bit by bit. So that's been great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, it's been a mixture of um, good and bad, Um, a time to sort of assess um, how it's affected the world Mm. but as I bring that all together in my mind I can see that God is working mightily Mm. um, through the time and has been and will continue to do that Mm. and open people's lives to an awareness of him Mm. yeah through Mm. through this time yeah Mm. yeah no thanks so much Jeanette no that's a great great reflection um yeah and I really appreciate that um yeah, just as we come into Christmas, we're just thinking a bit about how people celebrate. Um, what what traditions do you have around this time of year? Yeah, we do have a few. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them, well, one of them is that I love to read the accounts, the gospel accounts, mm. slowly mm. and leading up to Christmas. Um, mm. And every year I, I'm just so, so much more taken with how God has just so greatly blessed us with his gift of Jesus. But... Mm. Um, another one starts next week and um, we actually make from scratch gingerbread houses and um, next week it'll be sleighs and um, reindeer as well Uh and um, I used to do it with my children and now we do it with the grandchildren so we've got two days of that coming up next week and they all enjoy doing that um, or most of them Uh, (laughs) um, that's one thing Um, we always around Christmas either Christmas Day or Christmas Eve we have a traditional Christmas so Mm. it's the full um, hot meal Um, and uh, we always have Macintosh toffees on the table and um, uh, wafer biscuits, the strawberry um, chocolate and vanilla wafer. It's just something we've done for many years. So, yeah, there, there's a few traditions there. I always have a nativity scene out and... Um, and it's lovely when we can have some grandchildren over to help us decorate. Mm. Tomorrow, the, our big reindeer is going to be decorated with oh. grand, by grandchildren. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So there's a few things that we do each year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. No, thanks, Jeanette. That's really cool. That's yeah. And just as we're thinking about, yeah, the Christmas story, is there an mm. aspect of that story you love and could share today? And, yeah, what is it about Jesus coming that gives you love, joy, peace or hope? Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a bit of a different angle here. Um, I've been 
Uh, I love to listen to music, which is another thing I do all of um, December, mm-hmm. put the Christmas music on. Mm-hmm. But there's a song that is very simple, but very, um, it's, it's really hit me this year personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wondered if I could read that mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Um, it was actually written by a, an English poet, a lady called Christina Rossetti, and way back in 1872. And um, it was turned into a hymn. Um, but now there are a number of tunes that, um, yeah, are used. And uh, one of my favourites is listening to James Taylor sing this song. Um, but it talks about, it's called In the Bleak Midwinter, and it talks about snow. And I thought, oh, maybe because Christina lived in snow, that's why she wrote about it. But as I look into the song... I think I see that she's actually talking about the bleakness of the world Mm. um, up to the time when God said, this is enough Mm. and this is time Mm. and I need to send Jesus, my son, now. Mm. Um, So as I read it and you listen to the snow part, I think it is that she's saying that the world was completely ready Mm. for the Saviour's arrival. So this is it. In the bleak midwinter, frosty wind and made moan, earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow, snow on snow, in the bleak midwinter long ago. Our God, heaven cannot hold him, nor earth sustain. Heaven and earth shall flee away when he comes to reign. In the bleak midwinter, a stable place sufficed, the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ. Enough for him, whom cherubim worship night and day, a breast full of milk and a manger full of hay. Enough for him, whom angels fall down before, the ox and ass and camel which adore. Angel and archangels may have gathered there. Cherubim and seraphim thronged the air. But only his mother in her maiden bliss worshipped the beloved with a kiss. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? Give him my heart. And I think the way this challenges me, Tim, is that um, at this present time, what is God calling me to give in worship of him? Um, I'm not at that manger scene, but on this date in 2020, um, am I willing to give my whole heart um, not just at Christmas, but every day. Mm. And how does that translate into what I give of myself mm. to magnify God and to glorify him in everything that I do? Mm. Um, so that simple little song um, has me wonder, mm. you know, what is it that God calls me to give mm. and bring to him? We bring nothing, mm. um, but if we can give him our heart, then he will show us what we 
can further do for him, mm. to glorify him and thank him. Mm. I'm so grateful mm. for our Saviour. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. Thank you so much, Jeanette, for sharing that. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. Mm. That was so good. Mm, um, could you just pray for us um, yeah, to finish sure, as well? Sure. Father, we just thank you so much that there is a time in our year that we can think about the coming of your Son. How can we thank you, Father, for this enormous gift, the um, most amazing gift of grace that you could give to us, your created beings? And as we come this Christmas, Father, would you please open our hearts? Allow us to see you more. Allow us to know your might and greatness more. And allow us to bow before you and bring to you the gift of who we are. We bring nothing, Father. But if we can give you to you your heart, our heart, may we glorify you with that. And we bring you thanks in the name of our Saviour. Thanks for joining us today. Just two more interviews before Christmas. Advent is almost over and Christmas is almost here. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Have a great day.